3: Hello and welcome to the or 9 podcast. It is episode 228 of the Niallor9 podcast and it's myself, Nile and Andrea Cleary here, of course.
0: Hello, Nile. It's a storm <laughs> edition. There's always
3: an extra beat when you say hello always an extra piece i know
0: i i'm not quite i just yeah i'll, I'll be more confident hello niall storms <laughs> uh, are coming
3: storms are coming uh storms here storm z is here storm it's agnes. outside uh, storm agnes yeah we're we're recording on the morning of the 27th of september um, but yes it is the best of the month our monthly look at music that we love uh, Basically, chatting about albums and songs that we love. Mostly albums this month, I believe. We're we're going for mm-hmm. the album buzz. There was a lot of albums in September. There's loads. I didn't. I actually have enjoyed and haven't got to yet. So that's a good sign. Yeah, that is a good sign. There is actually, as I noted on uh, the website this week, there is quite a lot of Irish albums to come this year. Have you noticed that?
0: I haven't because I haven't looked at your excellent new well feature. On the a website.
3: Yeah, basically, I've been Give keeping a, a list peek. privately for a while. And I was like, why don't I just put this up on the website? Because it makes more sense. Like,
4: mm-hmm.
3: we're in the last week of September. We're uh, about to enter what? Q- Q4. We're about to enter Q4. Q4. And in Q4 of this year, uh, in terms of Irish albums, we've got JAPE album, Super Extra Bonus Party album coming out this week. We have the likes of CMAT, Mary Wallopers, uh, Tandem Felix. Oxen, Kojak, The Scratch, Rachel Lavelle, David Holmes, John Francis Flynn—all coming before the end of the year. That's a lot of albums. A Lot of albums That's a coming. Lot. So yeah, lots to lots to, lots to come in the next few months. But we're going to talk about what happened in in uh, September in our ears. In our ears, what happened is a lot of albums. So um, will we kick it off with a first? My first choice. Let's go with a... So this is the first album. You will know this voice from uh, the project Salt. Um, Her name is Cleo Soul. An artist who has been releasing uh, solo albums for a while now. And that is the British singer Cleo Soul. And this is her third full-length album. It's called Heaven. uh, Released on Forever Living Originals, which is also home to Salt. So, yeah. If you like Salt, this is a slightly different vibe. But you'll recognize the voice here. This is uh, Cleo Soul and a song called Airplane.
5: you fly again No fear I like an airplane You never fell before Well, people never have a when they're hurting You gotta know which way the wind is blowing And change direction to find where
4: love is
5: Know that life will test the favor all the time Seasons while they change keep holding on Did you pick
3: you up when in so that's Cleo Soul, song called Airplane from the album Heaven, her third solo album. That's lovely. Yeah, really nice. It's very gentle. It's really very nice. intimate compared to the, the music of Salt. It's much more personal in terms of lyrics. Uh, uh, it's a combination of piano and guitar. And again, it's, it's produced by Inflow the uh producer of Salt, who I believe is actually Cleo Sol's uh partner as well. So um in nine tracks on it, it's very gentle, very quiet. I really enjoyed it. Uh, there's quite a lot of different like touches of of music here. There's like some kind of Neo Soul stuff. There's 70 soul jazzy stuff also some 60s folk music as well like that's what kind of airplane sounds a bit like to me as well Mm. Kitty Empire and the Guardian says but while Salt's more rhythmic forward music comes with a distinct political edge the music of of Salt can be heard as the yin aspect to Salt's outgoing yang her work is cool dreamy down tempo inward facing and often consolatory so that is an example of Cleo Salt let's play another bit of a song called Go Baby
5: Just hope that you never stop trying. Ooh. go, baby, go, baby, go, baby. Hope that God forgives.
3: soul songs called go baby heaven is the album very well worth checking out if you like that kind of sound and i think if you're a fan of salt and there are 11 albums that they've released so far you'll like that <laughs> so yeah Excellent. 14 albums from um, two different people from the same people basically to check out Inclu- and that's not including any of the albums that inflow has done for little sims or or michael Kimanuka or anything like that very prolific people there
0: prolific people um Less prolific, but probably going to be. Uh my first choice for an album this month is the second album from Olivia Rodrigo, former Disney Darling, current probably like best place to be the next biggest pop star in the world. Like she's already huge, but yeah. based on, you know, the two albums that she's released so far, I'm like, Oh, she could be Taylor Swift big. Like she could yeah. be like Uh, real real big
4: yeah
0: Mm. so the second album is called guts um probably pop album of the year for me i i don't keep extremely up to date with like pop music but this is like it's certainly one of the biggest albums of the year um it's the pop album that's most kind of grabbed me this year i really 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 like olivia rodrigo i just i think she's very like reflexive in her sound she's willing to kind of take I don't know if there's so much risks but do something a little bit different with a pop sound Um, and so I've chosen two songs from the album that are technically album tracks I think Uh, even though both of them are quite big on TikTok so they kind of feel like they're singles but um, the first one is the opening track from the album called All American Bitch.
5: Me
4: yeah, you know me. Oh, I, I know American. i am
0: That's so all American, bitch. I, I, I really, really love that song. I think it's a really, um, it's a really nice take on the sort of like I'm not a Disney girl anymore. I'm not a little girl anymore. Without going the kind of the already kind of well-treaded, well-trodden path of um, sort of sexing yourself up and so on, like like Miley Cyrus. And um, not that I I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with taking that track, but this is just a a, a different way of doing it and kind of leaning into the idea that she's that she's perfect and that she never gets angry and she's pretty when she cries and so on. And I think, and I also just think it's, it's a jam. I love the kind of the, the interplay between like the very soft vibe of the verses and then the kind of like big rock chorus. I think it works really, really well because she has this kind of duality in her voice. She can be very, very sweet and her, her kind of very soft spoken vocals are a joy to listen to. And she's also able to like belt things out. So it's nice to see that kind of, um, uh, like dynamic vocal work on, on a really like just straightforward, brilliant pop song. Um, and then the other track I wanted to choose was a song that when I played it for Harry, he said it reminded him of, um, what's that song? Is it like, what, what am I doing drinking in L.A.? What's that song oh, called? Oh, Brown
3: Van 3000 and Drinking L.A.?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He said Brand it of- reminds him of that and he loves it. And it's his favorite song on the album because it reminds him of that song. <laughs> uh, so this song is called Get Him Back! Exclamation point. i these
5: letters and I throw them in the trash Cause I miss the way he kisses and the way he made me laugh Yeah, I pour my little heart out but as I'm hitting sand I picture all the faces of my disappointment we
3: Yeah, it's nice. It's pop music with a personality. It's pop music like yeah. doing things that, um, you know, like obviously mining from the past but doing it in a way that feels like very current has like, I think it has just has a uh, personality in spades really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like, I mean, there's that's only two songs from the album, but there's also I think uh, Vampire, which was out before which is one of the singles before the album was released. I think that 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 song really, it really connected with me when I listened to it within the album because you see it as kind of the driver's license of the mm, album. Yeah. It's like a, a ballad, big vocals, quite slow to start. But I think she's really elevated what she's doing with a ballad. Like the the final third of that song just decides to absolutely like go and run and it just feels so like euphoric and um, and just kind of like, like kind of teen joy and teen anger and teen sorrow. I think she really taps into like a kind of an adolescent sort of female rage that is really, really like intelligently um, portrayed and playful. And it just, yeah, I don't know. we're, We're having this kind of big moment in culture at the minute with like, you know, girl dinner and girl maths God, and yeah. girlhood. I think it's gone kind of a bit too far, of, <laughs> yeah, I is it not? everything is girl. Everything, like
3: everything is. Yeah. Like-
0: well, I I was reading. I I can't remember who who wrote it or where I saw it or whether or not it was in a TikTok or what. But I saw somebody make a really really good point about how womanhood has become so politicized. Um, with you know, conversations ar- around like trans people and turfs you know, be- being really protective of the idea of, of, a, of a woman. So there's this other sort of like, there's a bit of a backlash towards it where girl, girlness is being celebrated and like if, if you look at how people were talking about like jeremy strong in succession or pedro pascal they were calling them like baby girl so girlness isn't something that's even like you know defined by um what your sex is it's just a feeling so i don't know once i started thinking about it like that i was like i actually quite like the 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 resurgence of like an awareness that girlhood is something that is um celebratory but also like deeply deeply um troubling to go through you know and i think that olivia rodrigo's guts is definitely like should be entered into that like the canon of the conversation that we're having around girlhood at the minute because it's just it it just does it so so well like there's a song on it called ballad of a homeschool girl which is also just like absolutely brilliant and it's about being embarrassing and it's about like messing things up and not saying the right thing all the time and just you know the idea of like committing social suicide every time you go out because you don't know how to act and like your body's weird and stuff so yeah, I just really, really love this album. I love it more than Sour. And I really, really liked Sour. But there's more songs on this that I really like. I don't think there's a bad song on it. And I think the best songs on it are, like, by far some of the best songs of the year. I just love Olivia Rodrigo. I think she's great. <laughs> yeah.
3: Would you go to the gig now or do you? would you feel too old?
0: I would, but I don't know if I can go through another Ticketmaster. Um, if anyone wants to send me. That would be lovely and I'll, I'll write a review, but, um, I don't know if I can go through, you know, I don't know if I've said it on air, but that, that 1975 week when I tried four times to get tickets to see them in London, Manchester or Glasgow, um, yeah. that was a tough week for me. I think I need to take a break from stressful ticket massive no, you could,
3: you could also try the guest list route, just saying, just saying,
0: that's that's what I'm saying. If someone wants to send me, if someone wants to invite me, you can just to go. go and witness it. Just go. <laughs> I'm more I'm more than happy to be, do whatever you need, you know.
3: I don't know what the term would be if it was a TikTok meme, but like, you know, be gig girl. I don't know. <laughs> whatever it is. Gig go. girl.
0: Girl gigs. Girl gigs. Go. Girl gigs. Absolutely. That's yes. for that guest list. <laughs> <laughs> That's girl gigging is getting guest list. Speaking guest of,
3: list. Um, I, did you see, I, I was on primetime last week. Did you see that?
0: No, I, I
3: haven't seen it. It's so funny. I, Tell I, me. Yeah, uh, I just, no, I just did a little bit to camera about ticketing and uh, gigs, mm-hmm. mostly about the advance kind of um Uh, mechanisms that are in place now to like the waiting rooms and the pre-sales and the registrations, there was nothing too Mm. nothing too uh, taxing They should have
0: interviewed me Andrea Cleary tried four times to get tickets for the 1975 and didn't and then it pans to me and I'm crying
3: well what it did pan to was uh people who were at the shania twain gig that evening and it was so funny because mm. like everybody the interviewed was from the north everyone it was so funny really one person one i think there was one lad from dublin and everyone else was from the north and they all had uh, uh, like stetsons on it was so funny i, was like, I didn't no, know okay.
0: that shania twain gig was happening until two nights, i saw it on two nights. yeah on louise bruton's story and i was like Sorry, I would have absolutely loved to go to see Shania Twain. I love her. She was, I think, like for a time when I was maybe eight or seven, like my favorite singer. Yeah. (laughs) Like I listened to my mom's Shania Twain albums. Absolutely loved her. Oh, well, (laughs) Well, there you go. You missed out two nights.
3: I know. Uh, Shania Twain who famously has a Newbridge uh, ancestral connection. (laughs) There you go. Who knew? Well, they found out recently uh, there was a (laughs) Leicester Leader piece about it. And one of the local councillors was like trying to get a statue of Shania Twain put up. Oh, <laughs> it's worth absolutely. having a look at. Hey, Let me see if I can find I it actually. Shania Twain. Uh, Do Beach. they have
0: a like a mock-up of the statue? Like a...
3: What? No, no, it's just a it proposal. Like? <laughs> i read it out to you. Okay. Uh, the award-winning country singer Shania Twain may well have her roots in Newbridge, according to the Newbridge mayor. Mayor Damien Molyneux announced a revelation at this month's Newbridge Town Council meeting. Uh, Shania Twain's granny was from Newbridge, he said. I think her name was Pierce. Councilors failed to comment on the significance of the matter and moved swiftly on <laughs> after it was agreed it could be looked into.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say something now, right? I'm going to say something, and it's going to be controversial. It's our fault that Americans think they're Irish when it's their, you know, eight generations back, someone got on a boat and went to New York. That's our fault. Look look at what we do to promote this. We're like, oh, Shania Twain's Irish. She's not Irish, right? But, you know.
3: Her maternal grandmother is called Eileen person. did indeed emigrate from Newbridge.
0: (laughs) Great. But if Shania Twain wasn't a famous person... And she was like, I'm Irish. Like if she came over and she was like, I'm Irish, because my grandmother, people roll their eyes at people when they do that. And they I think do, we yeah. shouldn't. It's our fault. It's our fault that we do that. Well, we either accept that everyone is Irish or we don't claim any celebrities. It is gas when you go over to sorry. America
3: though. And they're like, I'm three-fifths Irish. And was like, how does that work? I know. <laughs> I know.
0: But it, it must be it must be mad to live in a country where like, Li- like almost everybody is immigrants like you yeah it's I, I guess it's kind of fair like if you don't have your own culture that is the culture
3: anyway I'm enough about America face, Sorry. let's come back to <laughs> yeah. Ireland Um, and yes, a lovely band who released their second album It's uh, their first album was called Small Talk and uh, this one's called Dream Big this is Soda Blonde with boys That is Soda Blonde, of course. Their second album was released in September. Um, I mean, if you know, I don't think we ever had them on the podcast, have we? We ever had them on the no, chat? No,
0: we should. Yeah,
3: um, we should indeed. But um, I've had a nice chat Come with They on O'Rourke before at a gig we did, um, a live stream gig we did. Uh, really nice. Uh, I've
0: chatted to her for an interview before. We had a lovely. It was actually the first first interview that I did that was in person during the COVID Stuff right, he yeah. Sat on yeah. Saint William
3: Street and had a coffee. Yeah, Lovely. I think they're a really interesting example of what an Irish band can be. Obviously, four of them were in uh, Little Green Cars previously, and then they restarted, reignited as um, Soda Blonde. And uh, first album was really good. I think Faye O'Rourke's voice is just something I can. A mm. I really I think she's one of the best singers in this country. Um, just yeah. a beautiful singer, and I think they're getting to a point now where, obviously, you know, the first album was very much about you know navigating your twenties and navigating your, the world, and it feels a bit more nuanced now in terms of lyrics. There's a lot uh, more and um, nuance in in those uh, words now, and I think uh, I think they're more they're more comfortable in a way that isn't uh, settling. Um, for what they mm. do, I think there's there's some surprises on this album as well in terms of like how a there's, I mean, they're not a guitar band. They're not a synth pop band. They're a bit of everything. They Mm. sometimes remind me of Fleetwood Mac and how they, she sings and how they operate together. But I just think they're doing their own thing. And I think they're a great band. They're a really good band. um Mm. One that also as well, I think recently have gone independent as well. So uh, interesting to note that as well i think they were previous on glass note records in their previous band it is hard like it is like it's hard to navigate these things uh, as a as a touring and working like full-time band they have started a member soda blonde members club um so if you basically are looking for it's essentially there's a uh, version of patreon you can support them from a, five or a month. Yeah.
0: Uh, I they, think it's a really good idea yeah, for bands to do that. Absolutely, and like they're I, running I, it themselves on of, their own website. A lot of artists have like newsletters and stuff now as well that you can subscribe to. And um, like so- Slaughter Beach Dog, who I kind of forgot to include this month, so I might next month. Um, just realised I forgot to include him, but um, he he sends out a newsletter with kind of like demos or like uh, ideas that he's working on and stuff. And I think it's a really cool way to be able to support an artist but also for an artist to kind of maintain a connection with their audience so yeah yeah, i think that's
3: cool i think every band should have a a mailing list something that they can control themselves because look what happens um instagram you're if you're at the mercy of 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 elon musk or whoever it is yeah yeah, or zuckerberg like you they do not let you uh put in links easily (laughs) like i mean twitter does but like the algorithm changes that and and visibility and shows you them. now uh, X is showing you the most divisive stuff and the most um, difficult stuff or maybe the most uh, yeah. the loudest stuff in the room and with Instagram. If you are not doing video, if you are not having your face in it, if you are not blah blah blah, yeah, like there is a broadcast channel thing that they've started this week, which has been really interesting. Um, they've allowed in Ireland, so I've started a, another nine broadcast channel. Literally, just to mm. be able to share, it's like a WhatsApp, uh, group on on Instagram in the in the messages that you can just literally put the the messages in. I am using it for sharing breaking kind of gig news stuff, but it's just like mm. you are at the mercy of whoever decides to change the algorithm or how the algorithm works so yeah. always get a mailing list anyway. and it's
0: also things like you know that that um that algorithm change will change without you knowing it like yeah you're constantly you know, one week you're constantly cookie, peddling, like, treading oh, water. you should do 10 second videos and the next week it's like oh no three minute videos with your face in it are working well or videos with text don't go yeah graphics bad you
3: know all this kind of stuff it's like you're constantly navigating this thing
0: it's so hard it's really hard to navigate things I've
3: been trying to think about this recently like I spent a lot of time making content for Instagram and you're like well I actually want people to visit the website because that's where it all is so I'm trying to prioritize that these days as opposed to doing less um, Instagram content but it is hard because Mm. like you have to get people in and it's like trying Mm. to build up through Google and all that kind of stuff you know so anyway that's uh, not to the point of how good Soda Blonde are, but it does speak to you know, we have a Patreon as we when we mention every week, Patreon.com forward slash 909. Communities of people are really important. Communities of people around bands yeah. and around platforms like ourselves. Uh make it what it is because if they if they don't exist then um you could you feel like you're shouting into a void. So it is uh, yeah. uh I wish Soda Blonde best of luck with the album and their members club and all their upcoming activity, let's hear a bit of a song called Bad Machine from the album. do you like karaoke? Yes. <laughs> that was very very
0: gently I do. spoken. I do. like karaoke. My karaoke song is Copacabana. Oh, that's a good um, one.
4: Mm.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a great song. Um, I don't know if I said this in the podcast or not, but I, I did Copa, Copacabana at a hen party during the summer um, and it had a, what was it? A 24 bar instrumental break in the middle <laughs> that I just didn't know about. And because you know the way it comes up, like instrumental, like Is that twenty-four like bars? No, no, no. I think it, 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 it might have been like forty-eight bars. It was something mad, and it a, a, a limbo competition started wow. and ended yeah. in just the instrumental break wow. of that song at yeah. this hen party. So, uh yeah, that's my that's my karaoke song. But soccer mommy's karaoke songs come from a wide range of artists so soccer mommy uh sophie allison a regular um kind of reference on this podcast especially from my end i really 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 like her and um, she's released this month an ep of five covers uh, pavements here cheryl crow's soak up the sun dagger by slow dive i'm only me when i'm with you by taylor swift and these my religion by oriem um and they're all great and they all kind of sound like they could be her own songs, maybe with the exception of the OrEM one, just because it's so ubiquitous. Um, very atmospheric and stylish and subdued. Um, I've chosen uh, to play Soak Up the Sun uh, because I think I, I posted this on Blue Sky this morning, but between Boy Genius releasing Not Strong Enough, which is a kind of a, an answer to Sheryl Crow's song Strong Enough, and now, Soccer Mommy releasing "Soak Up the Sun." Are we in for a Cheryl? Uh, i knew you said Cheryl Cole. <laughs> are, are we in for a revival of um, Cheryl Crow, and uh, for us all to revisit her as the the kind of star that she is slash was? Um, so yeah, this is "Soak Up the Sun" uh, cover of Cheryl Crow by Soccer Mommy. Come. banger um i'd never really noticed the i maybe it's just this song but the similarities between soccer mommy and sorka richardson yeah i'm like yeah i'd love i'd love to hear the two of them on on a track together like there is there is a kind of a similarity um and obviously sorka richardson did a cover of the killers album Hot Fuss, and which was amazing in full and was amazing and i nearly cried on the podcast when um when I didn't get a copy and they were sold out but then she very kindly sent me one so thank you Sorka but anyway back to soccer mommy um yeah it's just like she she has such a I I feel like she flies under the radar a little bit like I know she's really well liked but I think maybe she gets lost in the kind of the you know modern female singer songwriter sort of like Phoebe Bridger's like you know yeah she's probably
3: second tier of that is she like
0: yeah yeah she gets kind of lost in there but a tiered cake of sad indie (laughs) rock exactly or one of those you know those iceberg things where you have like the top and then there's like under the uh, under the water but like her her album color theory which came out in 2020 i really really loved that album and i thought it was a very um it was a great it just had a very like she has a very distinct sound um, and I think that carries through over into these covers as well here's her cover of here by pavement which I really really love
3: And of course, Sokka Mommy was in uh, Dublin last weekend, supporting the National. She
0: was. She was, yeah, which I didn't go to. No, I didn't. Um, like. But I am listening to the National um, album this week for what, what do you make Arena of it? on Friday. So It's like,
3: it's it, the National. I, I liked it, but I'm also like, I hate to be the, yeah, it's kind of like, it feels like Diminishing Returns. It's like, I like this, mm. but also I won't go back to it um yeah that's how i the, feel about the, it i'm like
0: well that's kind of generally how i feel about the national like while i'm listening to them i'm like yeah this is really good i'm really enjoying this like but I, there's very few situations in which i'm like in the mood to listen to certainly like their kind of most recent albums but I also think they've got like some incredible songs. So I don't know. I still need to sort of like figure out where, where I sit with it. I've only listened to it maybe two or three times. Um yeah. but I do like it. While it's on, I like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but yeah, that's um what is it, karaoke karaoke night? karaoke uh, night soccer mommy karaoke night by soccer mommy um definitely check it out the other covers are great as well um and yeah those are just my two favorites but there's five tracks there for people to dive into
3: okay lovely i thought i'd pick a song that i um i will say i discovered it last week i've sent it of course but um I, you know discovered it in my inbox um
6: mm-hmm.
3: and it got me quite excited about a new talent from ireland uh from kenny specifically um, I didn't really get any feedback about it so I want to include it here because I think maybe I know people read it but I don't know what they think about it uh, I think it's a superb debut okay. for a teenage artist this is a song from Anika Kilkenny Anika Kilkenny called Look Mom I Made It I think it kind of fits into Olivia Rodrigo's world a little bit let's have a listen to okay. Look Mom I Made I'm It excited.
0: You don't
2: understand Depth of the strength found within my mental Or the violence it took to become this gentle It's clear to me now that it wasn't just all in my head You will never get the time that it took to believe that I'll make it All the rock bottoms that forced me to cave in It's clear to me now that I needed myself as a friend Standing on cliffside to admire the view Scream at indifference like it has a clue Over my shoulder I whisper to you Something I'm proud to admit Look mom, I made it I never count the hours I've spent sad in quiet resentment, or the hollow it took to regain my center. And it's clear to me now that I'm stained with the tears I have bled. I'm shaking hands with a shaking mind, too. Cutting all ties with the people I knew. Pity my mirror won't let me reach through it.
4: All of this cold makes me sick, but despite it never quit hey, that's
2: Annika
3: Kilkenny song is look Mom I made it. I just thought it was a really sweet song very well written absolutely uh, lovely
5: gorgeous orchestral
3: stuff going on and uh, yeah, I just think it needs a bit more of a, a bit more of a um push for people to hear it because I think it's really really absolutely. lovely and uh, some lovely lyrics on it as well. Um. So, Annika Kilkenny is actually from Kilkenny, <laughs> Um, and uh, this Makes is her sense. debut single. Um, it's released on Tinpot Records, who I think are um, UK-based. Um, kind of indie. Who else is on Tinpot? Oh, Sammy Copley as well. So, um, you might know Sammy Copley, uh, Irish artist um singer song writer as well um i just think this is really lovely and needs a bit more time for people to hear it and so and like that lovely orchestral stuff really 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 uh, stands out to me um a superb debut song that's it so i'll be keeping an eye on what's going on here uh annika kenny has been sharing songs with tiktok in the last year like doing what most people do when they start out now is like doing covers and on youtube and tiktok and uh has been developing a following there. This is her debut song, is like solo written song. Uh, learned the piano from her aunt and soon began writing songs, going on to win first place at a regional talent competition. You.
0: Yay, um, congratulations. There's
3: definitely a bit of an American kind of vocal voice happening here. Stated mm. influences include uh, American artists Lizzie Alpine and Emily Bear. Um, she says, I wrote, Look, Mom, I made it as a way of leaving what's past behind. Meanwhile, also being content with that. It's a tribute to the moments that are more difficult than others and a farewell to the tunnel vision.
4: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerising gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns.
3: during these times it was really important to me include my mom in the artwork because she's is my rock and always has been since i was little love you too dad this song is for her and every mom that loves largely look mom i made as it. a deep breath after chaos and i hope it acts the same for the listener so yeah annika Kilkenny um wrote a post about this song uh during the month of september so do have a look and uh yeah I just think it was worth including here. A nice nice a nice new song that I hadn't seen really featured anywhere else. So uh, yeah.
0: that yeah, that sounds absolutely gorgeous. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on what she's doing. Would definitely not be out of place on that Olivia Rodrigo record that song. Yeah. 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 Um, nice. Yeah, it's lovely. Okay. So my next choice is The Land is Inhospitable and So Are We by Mitski, which I was really really looking forward to. Um this album and it didn't disappoint it actually exceeded my expectations for what she was going to do next after laurel hell uh it's produced by drew erickson who also produced father john misty's chloe in the next 20th century and white blood's um most recent album the name of which i can't remember um so a very kind of cinematic kind of like old hollywood sort of sound that mitsky kind of takes on board, but not kind of fully to the extent that Father John Misty did. Um, and yeah, I don't know if it's like, a, a if I'd categorize it as like a return to form, but it, it's kind of just more of a, a, yet another new direction for Mitski. Like it's quite mature. Those who didn't like Laurel Hell will probably breathe a sigh of relief with this like my album. Um, yeah, yeah. she She's definitely re- returned to the kind of the more melancholic melodies songwriting is a bit more straightforward but the sound of it kind of still evokes that kind of like loneliness that was definitely present in in certainly her earlier albums less pop than um oh what's her big album um oh the woman nobody on um be the, cowboy? Uh, be the cowboy um less pop than that but kind of maybe a bit more glamour. Um, So yeah, I really, really like it. I've chosen two tracks from it. Um, The first being My Love, Mine All Mine.
3: Yeah, that was the song that stood out to me as well when I on yeah, release day. It
0: sounds like a standard, you know, like it sounds um it sounds like it's from another another century. Like it's it's a really, really beautiful song. I think her her vocals are are beautiful on it as well. And I love the production. I love how it kind of it sounds like you're in the room with with the band and with her. Um, the other song I chose from it is I don't like my mind.
3: I love the intensity of this album in terms of those vocals that are joining the uh, choir, which I, I didn't quite get. There's like two choirs recorded in different places, but like add up yeah. to, they, did they include them together? Is that what happens?
0: I'm not I'm quite sure, clear. actually. It was like I haven't actually were, looked into that. One was know. recorded
3: in like Nashville or something, and then the other was recorded mm-hmm. in LA. And I was like, there's a 12 piece in Nashville and there's five piece. One or the other. I can't remember which one it is. I must just yeah. check here. But might have just
0: doubled up in the in the track. Yeah,
3: I was wondering—is it like are they all together? Because it does say like mm-hmm. seventeen-piece choir or something at some point. I was like, oh, okay, grand. Yeah, <laughs> I meant to check that, or like to to see if I could actually figure out who's done what exactly.
0: What was going on there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They might have just doubled up on the on the you know on the track or something. But um, but yeah. Look, if you're someone who kind of dropped off with Laurel Hell, I'd definitely say like give this a listen if you're someone who stuck with laurel hell you'll you'll still you'll still really love this it's it's a it's a mature mitski but you know she's still so great with those like those images like in that song there she's talking about like i ate a cake a whole cake and you know just those sort of like like images of like desperation and loneliness that she's so good at conjuring in all of her music um yeah i think it's it's really really it's a really strong album from Mitski. yeah
3: great um yeah very good i would agree with that very good all right time for some hip-hop now um there has been quite a lot of um well the alchemist the producer is uh being quite prolific at the moment you may know about the earl sweatshirt collaborative album he's made um that was released on a blockchain platform um called Wadir. But I'm not going to talk about that because it's not actually officially out yet. It, that is officially, out, I think, on streaming on October 6th. So maybe we'll uh, revisit that. But for now, I want to talk about another album The Alchemist is involved in with uh, Wiki, uh, one of my favorite New York rappers and a uh, rapper called Mike. The album is called Faith is a Rock. And here is a bit of a song called Scribble Jam.
6: Get me something ballin' to eat It was all so sweet That's what I see When I toss in my sleep A morning greet Me with a horrible feat Get up off of my feet pouring me tryin' show another part of me Not just my awful defeat Even if I'm who's always hard me Causing my grief To fall from my peak Lost by the sea walking, Young Jimmy Dormity So why mommy keep calling me A little Sean Connery Can't keep a little arms off Can't figure what she saw in me when the floor is all I see. Breathing faster, living slowly. I keep looking back, scribbling gold. I can see the tats just cause I've been so lonely. I need to practice, speech remote, breathing faster. so,
3: yeah, the album's called Fate is a Rock, just uh, quietly released last Friday. Um, as I said, um, it's actually more about like, as you can hear there, the samples aren't really, it's not really about beats a lot of the time on this album. It's about like mood and vibe. And, like some of those tracks are just completely don't have any beats and uh, and it works really well. It kind of puts it in this like weird beatless kind of universe that kind of allows the rappers to kind of do what they want and... As I said, Wiki is one of my favorite um, New York rappers. Always really good. I love his like weird nasal tone. He's he's quite prolific as well. He played here recently in the summer, and um, they previously did a three song EP uh, last year, I think. And uh, but this is kind of the full length version. Really like it. Um, I like the way just the samples work. And yeah, it's it's the Earl uh, Earl Sweatshirt and the Alchemist are touring the Deer album in the US, but. I went with this one, I think Don't Sleep On It, I think it's more pensive and dreamlike. Uh, here's the opening track called
6: Stargate. If you hold your tongue, you'll get cycled through. Left out to dry, your pride'll prune, you will aware. Y'all are well aware, aware. I spent my formative years sipping 40s at the 40th pier. Getting the groggy, my body impaired. I swear, everything was foggy for years. Poured the backwash out the glass, saw it all clear i'm in my thoughts you could apply for them centuries full of long face i need a charm i need a strong break i'm still involved with niggas who with me long way you niggas soft niggas know what i'm yeah on.
3: stargate from fate is a rock from mike wiki and the alchemist a really good rap album i enjoyed this month
0: excellent i think uh are we on to my last one
3: uh well you got two. You got an old one and, and and your last one.
0: Oh yeah, I've got my my golden oldie. Uh but before that, I have sorry, I do have a cat on my lap at the minute. Let me just take all, all the time much. you
3: need to settle the cat.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, Aria. Um yeah, a song by uh an English singer-songwriter, Holly Humberstone, who I actually only I only heard this song yesterday. She has four songs out uh that uh, ahead of her debut um album which will be out in October but she's an English singer songwriter, she won the Rising Star Brit Award in 2022, she played the BBC Introducing Stage at Glastonbury uh, I think there's something of kind of Caroline Polachek or uh, a little bit of Nalufrianya on this track um, and it's also just a great pop song so yeah this is called Into Your Room by Holly Humberstone drive?
5: don't drive you leave like that? No. You don't know how much you need. crushing me. I hate to think how bad I treated you. Oh yeah. So maybe take me into your room. Without you, my soul is eternally doomed. You're the shine.
0: that's holly humberstone into your room just a song that i really like i haven't listened to the three other songs that are from the upcoming record but i just think that's a really it's a really strong song it's very sweet i like the lyrics in it they're they're kind of playful um yeah like i said i I can hear a little bit of caroline polachek there um i'll be keeping an eye on her album next month for sure
4: yeah
3: so she had an album last year uh called can you afford to lose me uh, and there you go. does she have some like 1975 origin story kind of thing was she on oh, dirty oh, Hit or something like that early on I haven't oh, always had that impression but maybe I'm completely wrong with it let, um, let, let me anyway, see
0: anyway the Holly the 1975.
3: I always thought there was some connection there
0: oh, there's what what song is a collaboration with matty oh my god maybe that's it for you
6: to hear
0: sleep tight which oh, he's on a track, was set to arrive on April 29th, I will be listening to that and I will report back next week. Um, I yeah. have some bad okay, news for you,
3: Andrea. Some bad breaking news what? for you. Um, the 1975 are going on indef- indefinite hiatus from shows after the current tour ends. But you know what? That probably means about two weeks in their world.
0: No. I knew I knew there'd be a really long break after those shows. Yeah, they're because... really hammering those
3: shows, aren't they? Big yeah,
0: time. like and they sh- they should take a break. But and I think there's talk of a Matty solo project and also a George solo project. So
3: they're never going to go gonna be a away either way.
0: No, look, if anyone <laughs> if anyone has word on a ticket to any of the UK shows, I don't care which one it is. Please get in touch. Please tell me um, because I really want to go. Yeah, that's it. Just just get in touch with me. Why not? Um, Why not? And also, yeah, I think a, a, a break would be good—a break it from would, the news it cycle. Would be good, yeah. Know, yeah. Go and go and have a sleep, Matty. Indeed. for God's sake.
3: Indeed. I have picked a uh, an album and a song for. Uh, so it's an album, really. It's an album from a a leitrim artist, a leitrim based artist called uh, Natalia Baylis, um, who is a composer, sonic artist, musician. The album is called Mermaids. Um, it was released on September 1st. It's inspired by a keyboard, a CRB, electronica, Ancona keyboard salvaged from a Leitrim recycling center. And also an old family photo of her mother and two friends, which is also the cover of the record. And um, I'm going to play a song called a float in fog and feathers. It's the opening track from the album. Very much. Actually, I was in Leitrim this month and I did listen to this album. And one fine, Evening in uh, outside when the weather was still nice, and it was really really lovely. And um, so here's a float in fog and feathers. <laughs> As you can imagine, it's fairly ambient and uh, meandering in, in a lovely way. So that's Natalia Bayless. Uh, the album is called Mermaids. So that's a floating fog and feathers. I think um, you can go and listen to an interview with Natalia with uh, The Point of Everything from a recent episode as well. I think uh, uh, Owen has chatted to her recently about some of her work. And yeah, that album is available on Bandcamp. Very much uh, recommended. Uh, and as I would say, The Point of Everything, doing great work in terms of interviewing Irish artists. Something that we've yeah. kind of dropped off a bit with li- lately, but that's okay. Um,
0: Owen's there doing the good work.
3: Yeah. Otramond a great album from them, released this month that I didn't get a chance to to uh, recommend. A litany of Failures, Volume 4, that was something I was listening to this week. Really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. My Sophia, Bridget Maypower, Ezra Williams, um, loads of people that he's been talking to, Crea, Guida Barra, Anna Zanker, and Natalia Bayless including. So loads of people that the point of everything is talked about. So shout out to Owen for keeping his podcast lit and going with uh, well, Fair Play. Um, okay, that's that's it for me sense. in terms of the uh, new music, but um, I, I believe we're in our, our golden oldies section. I'll have to make a golden oldies um, uh, jingle at some point.
0: Jingle. <laughs> yeah, we should. My golden oldie I've chosen is Radiation Vibe by Fountains of Wayne, their debut single. Um, I don't know. I was just listening to them recently and the song, uh, I was listening to this album and uh, it's just a really great song. And I just kind of uh, like press like replay on it like four times. (laughs) Um, It's just a great song.
3: Great. Well, Let's play press play on it once. So this is giving Dave Fanning in the '90s radio show vibes to me, yeah, because um, uh, I think that's where I've heard it before, and I think the video as well, right? Isn't there a tapping foot at the start of the video?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I haven't watched the video in a long time, but that that, that rings a bell. Um, yeah, it's just a great song from a great band, you know. Like since, um, since. I, Adam Schleisinger died during uh, the pandemic. I've just found myself going back and listening to Fountains of Wayne a lot um, and just sort of like renewing my my love for that band. Like I really, really do love that band and I loved him as a songwriter and um, yeah, it's just a, just a great song. I don't know if it was like a huge hit or not, but like it could come out now and be a hit. You know, it's just, yeah, it's kind of timeless. Yeah
3: yeah cool old school what's nice. your golden oldie well my golden oldie is actually related to a podcast we did recently on the klf mm. it's not the klf but because i have been listening to their albums and uh, well specifically chill out and some of their big singles they had some awful stuff as well in fairness but i've um, listened
0: to the chill out album uh once or twice as well while yeah working, nice. and it's real good yeah it's good. cool
3: um well so as a result of doing the podcast uh stevie g from cork uh noted DJ, uh, sent me a copy of the KLF's book, or the book, John Higgs' book, the KLF, Chaos yeah. Magic and the Band Who Burned a Million Pounds. He said he picked it up uh, for free uh, outside a library and he was sending it on. And I can recommend the book. So uh, yeah, I can recommend the book. I'm halfway through it at the moment. I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of, a, what, I, what we didn't really cover in the podcast is kind of the, uh, what would you call it? Some of the more, fantastical elements around the klf about discordian um tropes and and the kind of um ideologies around um maybe some of the things that they were doing in terms of nihilism and discordianism and stuff like that and there's a really interesting uh story in this book that is while it covers the events that actually happened it also talks about the, the randomness of it all and and uh, the mm. ideologies that could possibly part of it or maybe aren't but it makes for a really interesting book Um, and at one point in the book um, he talks about what time is love the KLF song and talks about a song that I love that I only heard about a year and a half ago originally by Anne Clark it's called Our Darkness and apparently it was a direct influence for the main riff in What Time Is Love so uh, Our Darkness and Clark was kind of a uh, mid 80s and 1984 was this track uh, was released. It's kind of a punky techno new wave kind of track. And interestingly, I think what what um, I love about it now is that anyone will hear this now. You'll be like, oh, that sounds a bit like K Tempest. Um, so it kind of sounds like K Tempest with some electro kind of buzz. And I really like it. I played this actually at Another Love Story, I believe um, last year. Uh, my DJ set so this was this is Anne Clark song is called Our Darkness That was Anne Clark, our darkness a song from Joined Up Writing nineteen eighty four, I believe. Anne Clark is still going; is still an artist uh, making music. Has uh, recently made some music in uh, aid of uh, Ukraine as well, so uh, still at it, and that's great to see. Yeah, one an artist I want to delve a bit more into something interesting going on there, um, and yeah, one for a reminder for myself and for anyone else who's interested to. Have a listen deeper. So, yeah, um, we have some plans in in the future, um, which in, in the near and present future, by the time our next uh, episode comes out, we shall we shall have possibly done a real life event um, with the big romance and uh, more about that soon. We're going to be doing a series of listening parties um, and the first of which will be happening at the end of October We'll be announcing that very soon. So uh, listen now, we'll we'll be doing a podcast related to that soon. So once we have all the details properly confirmed, we'll let you know what the story is. But we're basically planning on having little uh, listening parties in the big romance every month for uh, the next uh, while. So. Yeah, we'll let you know what the album and uh, artists we're going to be discussing and, t- and listening to on that night will be and where you can get tickets and all that kind of stuff very soon. And um, in the meantime, um what about uh, what's consuming you? Anything else that you've been uh, listening, watching, enjoying recently?
0: Um, So I watched I finally watched I May Destroy You. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, uh-huh. I'd never watched it. I just sort of put it off because of the the topic, I guess, and I saw a lot of people saying that it, it did in fact destroy them. Um, but yeah, I sat down on Saturday and just watched the whole thing, uh, as though it was a film and uh, it was excellent. It was like just just as great, if not better, than everyone said it was. I thought it was great. I think uh Michaela Cohen, that's her name, isn't it? She's just like my God, like what a talent, what an incredible actor as well as writer, just amazing. So yeah, so watch that, um, watched, what else have I been watching? I've been listening to The Hunger Games on audiobook, um, which I've been enjoying. That's kind of like my, my going to sleep, um, uh, audio book at the minute. Uh, although twice I've had like quite intense dreams about like being in the hunger Games, So I might need to, I might need to switch that out because <laughs> I, I was listening to, um, uh, Mort, the Terry Pratchett book, which I finished and loved and will be, uh, kind of reading more in the Discworld series. Definitely. But, um, I was like, Oh, what else is a kind of fantasy? Oh, I, t- I tend to read, reread the hunger games every couple of years. I'll do that. But maybe not before bed um and what else hmm i think that's probably it bake off is back that's exciting um i was i'm in a sweepstakes and the person that i had in my sweepstakes went home in the first week so um that's that <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that, I suppose. it, it yeah. worked out well for you, you then um mm-hmm. yeah, I I
3: think there was a lot of other albums I didn't get to discuss that I've enjoyed this month. Autramond I mentioned, I mm-hmm. uh, really enjoyed that. Uh Lorraine James, Gentle Confrontation. We didn't we didn't get to chat about Maya Sophia yet. Uh Daika, mm-hmm. another producer's album that I really enjoyed. Um just I was it was touch and go between that and another album I was going to discuss this week, so I left that off. Um there's a beautiful, beautiful Rachel Lavelle song. Um, mm. I think, I think is it called Big Dreams as well? Yeah, it is. And so it's like, dream big and big dreams. And big uh, dreams. So uh, I didn't include it because I didn't want to repeat myself because I know we're going to be talking about Rachel's album in, in November, pr- presumably. Um, For sure. Because it's a big one. Uh, I really enjoyed the Chemical Brothers album, a uh, new one. Uh, surprisingly good. Didn't it's, even know it happened. <laughs> yeah. The first, first half of it is like, uh, it kind of reminds me of like a cool like a live set, like a Daft Punk like live set. It's very much like them doing a live thing and then it kind of settles mm-hmm. a bit. Also, I really enjoyed the Doja Cat singles as well. It's um, really good yeah, stuff there. Too. That's been yeah. a lot of fun. And then uh, I'm going to do my regular uh, tracks of the month Um, shortly in the next few days. Other than that, watch a great movie called Theater Camp. If you haven't seen it, uh, really good. It's just out now. I want to go see Stop Making Sense, the 4K thing, but I have to figure yeah. out when I can have time to do it. Other than that, most of September was uh, the Fringe Festival, did a lot of Fringe Festival shows. Um, Malaprop's show, Hothouse, was brilliant. I think it won Best Production in the Fringe Awards uh, a couple of days ago. So, really good to see that. Really enjoyed King of All Birds, Uh, Martin Knight's show about um, uh, myths and birds and uh, Ireland and aerial photographs. Uh, Really interesting. And then uh on a music tip in a way, a dance piece called Mosh about the art of moshing, just a really, really great uh dance uh show all about the importance of moshing, how it works and what it is and the culture around it and then we'd see some comedy as well to fine Irish uh, comedians. Fiona Frawley was in The Fringe and a uh, really good show. And then Peter McGann, of course, in Vicar Street, uh, an absolutely riotous show. together for yeah, that. We yeah. did even so, know that
0: we were going to it. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Was we great. ended
3: up sitting pretty much right beside each other. So funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Peter McGann's show. Um, if you think that a comedian who has spent time... Um, Building their profile with uh, characters can't do stand up. You'd be wrong in the case of Peter McGann. He's 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 a real chaos merchant at the moment. Have you seen the center thing he's doing? The Central oh, chicken set rolls. I love I'm it like, so much. <laughs> it's like three different videos about the same thing. I'm like, he's gone I know, a bit mad. It's I great. Know he's bullying I love it.
0: Center, I love it. Yeah, his show was so 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 good. I saw him the week after I saw James Acaster, and like James Acaster was incredible. But I'd I'd really put the two shows up there together. Like in terms, it's definitely in terms of how much I laughed. Um, he was he was brilliant. He was really 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 great, great and really took a took a swing at the kind of. Um, the modern like oh it's uh you know I'd get he he did a a video about it recently as well he's like oh I couldn't do what you do you know I'd be cancelled with the things I say and you know he had his he has his character who who kind of you know portrays that style of comedian so yeah it was really really great thought it yeah, was a brilliant show yeah.
3: mm. uh, taking the piss out of um well known and um, piss poor uh, beer brands. <laughs>
0: Well. yeah yeah and like his his irish but his book of like how to be a like a big feckin digit or something that he was reading reading from it was like, oh, so so good he took a lot of very subtle swings at other people and with the beer company sometimes a, a bit less subtle <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it was really really great yeah and it was one of those gigs as well it was great because anytime he'd mention like where he's from, a whole group in the crowd over there would yell. Or if he mentioned anything to do with his day job as a, a an advertising copywriter, there was like a group of what sounded like about 40 people who'd obviously come from his job as well, yeah. so he had a real sense of like <laughs> everyone's here to like support him and, you know, that he's he's a great lad. <laughs> he is <laughs> yeah, indeed great. a
3: great lad. Fair play to him. Yeah, um, A great show. I would encourage you to go see Peter McGann. Um, and uh, follow his comedy for sure. Mm. Um. Other than that, uh, in terms of TV, uh, I've been I've been uh, vacillating towards and um, really gentle, which is the Detectress, mm. the BBC TV yes. show. Yes. I finished it all last it? night. I will say though, it's what this, did I talk about this already? What's going on with him and his wife? Why are they? Why is she so toxic to him?
0: The why? She's,
3: she's horrible to him.
0: Do you think so? Yeah, I think she's, she's got fucking a point. horrible
3: to him. She fucking is so, like, negative about his cobby and negative about how he is and, like, negs him the whole time. I'm like, this is not a good relationship. Know. You should not be he in this kiss
0: someone else in the first season. Yeah.
3: And then they just, and then she disappears completely. That character just. No, like, she
0: gets pregnant and has a baby.
3: No, not the, not the wife. The, the other woman.
0: Who? Oh, her.
3: Yeah. The one that comes in in season one, season two, she just disappears then. I don't think they. No, she gets
0: a boyfriend in season two, the Nazi guy. Nazi gold guy.
3: Yeah, but then she goes. She disappears. Doesn't she? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, like but that's her. three. Yeah. Anyway.
0: There is also, there's an episode that's not on Netflix. That's a Christmas special. That I you did watch, watch that last it's night. Yeah,
3: yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. very,
0: very good. Yeah. So,
3: Detective is beautiful. They, they're a good way of ruining their dreams after <laughs> season three, but I really enjoyed it all the same. Uh, yeah. Very good. And yeah. the other thing I enjoyed a lot, it's very silly. It's very dumb. It's called Hijack it's Idris Elba's uh, Snakes on a Plane oh, yeah. passenger 57 <laughs> thing it's absolutely brilliant uh lots of twists and turns and uh funny um plot twists it's it's uh it's very enjoyable I love a pop boiler it's one of those like Everything is happening. What's happening on this uh, plane? It's been there's been it's been hijacked, but Idris Elba is a, a it's a corporate negotiator who interferes the entire time with everybody, including the hijackers, and he gets away with it. They're just like he's just like chanting them the whole time, and they're like, for some reason they're tolerating him. It's brilliantly funny and stupid. Because
0: he's an absolute Chad.
3: Yeah, it's, it's so just funny. Big old Chad. He knows everything, yeah. and everyone else on the plane yeah. knows nothing. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, very enjoyable though. Uh, uh, seven parts as well. Um so yeah, really enjoyable. I would uh, recommend that. So yeah, that's everything I've been listening, watching, reading uh, this month. um mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything else there. Yeah, that's it. Um,
0: that's it for me as well.
3: Yeah, what's coming up uh, next week? I'm going to be at Ireland Music Week. I'm doing a uh, hosting a talk about TikTok. So um, if you are around for that, a TikTok, TikTok, yeah. it's a TikTok. <laughs> Uh, welcome to free. my TikTok um, yeah so we're going to be doing that uh, and go see some bands I'm try and catch well. some
0: talks at Ireland Music Week I know Key Change are doing a talk I, I went to their talk last year it was very illuminating I'll probably go to that again this year Great. And yeah so in, yeah, with, hopefully catch some music as well
3: with that in mind then I don't think we'll be able to do a podcast next week um, because mm-hmm. of it um, I think we'll have to uh, defer to um, seeing people in real life um, for once my
0: god sorry the storm is like properly or ar- is here it is bucketing anyway sorry stay safe everyone stay away from trees
3: it's it's pretty miserable out but that's a good time to listen yeah. to music oh indie sleaze is happening What's on friday it? how could i forget indie sleaze is that. on myself and louise McSharry playing all of the indie indie uh sleaze hits blog house electro stuff Funny. What was the song? I already forgot it. It's like, oh, I must play some Maximo Park. I was listening to your indie landfill, uh, juvenilia episode with Anna Zanker. Oh yeah, yeah. And Alan about, uh, yeah, indie landfill. I was like, eh,
0: Maximo Park had a yeah. good
3: song. Definitely at least play one some Hives, song. please. Oh well. I mean, are you coming?
0: I might. I, I'm going to be in town <laughs> that night. Oh, so then. It, it, like oh, the likelihood is is way higher. Yeah. Than what it usually is. Okay. I don't have to leave my. Well, couch. I mean, you did come to the last so-
3: one, so. Whatever. I did. I won't, I I did. won't expect you.
0: I, 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 I left a birthday party for the last one, and this one I could potentially be leaving or bringing with me a uh, a going away party. So we'll see.
3: Uh, yeah, great. Um, I'm looking forward to it immensely. It's uh, selling well, and I'm not just saying that. And uh, yeah, Workman's cellar, Indie Sleaze, 29th of September, Friday night, half 11. It was 11. a great vibe
0: last time. Highly recommend it, it. was
3: It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good crack. I cannot wait. Right. That's it from this podcast this week. And we'll be back in two weeks with a special, I believe, and more news on our upcoming events. If you are intrigued. Um, Also, I started the broadcast list, as I said, on Instagram for 909. So you can, if you're an Instagram fiend, you can find us there. Obviously, mailing list is a great place for us to find out what's going on with us. And even better, Discord through the Patreon, five a month. Come and support us. Come and support yourself find a new community we started a new music, music league, league this week um everyone is sharing uh, a song from the first gig they ever went to and uh it makes for a very weird playlist
0: <laughs> what was your song what did you, i haven't i haven't looked at the playlist yet what was your uh what was your submission? well i can't tell you
3: if you if, if you have if you haven't seen it i don't can't i can't bias you but don't don't we anywhere.
0: see who chose things
3: no you don't know how music work music league works no
0: no and I never will you might guess
3: though you might guess you might guess I may have said it before Um, based on age and uh, because if some people have are clearly had their first gig in 2008 and I'm like oh my first gig is way older than that okay
0: yeah (laughs) anyway bye everyone
3: that's it from the 909 podcast this week thanks for listening and tell your friends and uh, and look after yourself and your ears bye
0: bye (laughs)